Welcome back to the Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original uncloseted conservative. Guys, thanks so much for watching this stream. We really appreciate it. Today's episode is promoted by, promoted by, it's presented by, I'm promoting, it's promoted by me. It's presented by Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stat. Guys, promote and protect your immune system with the very best vitamins, the very uh, best supplements out there on the market. They're American-made, so you don't have to deal with supply chain issues and China, 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 Russia, whatever. You don't have to deal with any of that. They're American-made. They're kosher. They're GMP certified. Get them here. Promo code Mobley. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go over to thejoemobleyshow.com slash Z-Stack. Z is in zebra, guys. thejoemobleyshow.com slash Z-Stack. Promo code Mobley at checkout. We've got the one and only Jeff Elston from AM Policy. America, oh, I'm going to mess it up now. America's Policy Institute, ampolicy.com. I just put it up there and I still messed it up, Jeff. Look at me go. Uh, guys, we're, <laughs> we're big on content, short on time again. I feel like I'm saying that a lot these days. So let's get right into it. Guys, before we get to the interview, I got to tell you, The Joe Mobley Show, members only, that exclusive community is here. It's live. It's on the website. You got to go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash member to get access. It's a one-time per year payment, guys, and you can become a fully semi-automatic, uncloseted conservative. You get the shirt. You get the mug. You get the content, but most of all, you get the community. It's the only place to get it. They said build your own. Guys, that's exactly what we're doing here. Now let's get into this interview. Jeff, how are you, my friend? Uh, you know, I couldn't be better. Thank you for asking me, and thanks for having me on the show. It's good to see you again. We haven't seen each other for a while. I know, not since Virginia Beach. I, I met so many people there and there's a small handful that i keep in touch with and you are in that handful so uh man what you're doing i love it uh i i tell people you know you got to read the constitution you got to read the declaration i mean maybe go crazy and read the federalist and the anti-federalist papers uh but you know simon sinek famous for saying you know start with why and americans miss it they meant the the constitution is how the declaration is why and if you know about either one of those two documents, then you know what it is to be truly American. And you know, as well as anyone speaking with people about these amendments, that Americans don't know what the Constitution is, what it represents, what it means, the letter of the law there, or the spirit of the law, for that matter. Um, so uh, tell us about uh, AM Policy, America Policy Institute which is, I didn't put it on the screen. Look at me go. Look at me go here. Boom. There it is, guys. Ampolicy.com. Links below. Make sure you go there well, and check out. It's bouncing behind me, too, if you can see it on the screen there. So, you know, I, I, I posted a deal on Facebook that said, well, America, have you had enough now? <laughs> you know, and Apparently I'm not. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to say, I told you so, but I told you so. Nothing in Washington, D.C. will ever, ever ever change and electing politicians into an already corrupt and broken system is just not the answer we must change 
how we elect politicians. Instead of them telling us what policies we need, we're the boss. We must set policy for them to follow. You know, and if, if, if we shift our power back to the states where it constitutionally belongs, then if California and New York want to let their homeless use their streets for a bathroom and let their drug addicts shoot up in the park and let those criminals out of jail and defund the police, then they can do just that. But I don't think the folks in Texas and Florida want that. The Constitution is designed, put this as simply as I possibly can, okay? The Constitution is designed yeah, for Americans need it simply. Americans need it simply now because apparently uh, we're we're missing the boat. Some uh, some way somehow we're we're not connecting A to Z here, right? right. And we're missing well. It. The Constitution and, and, is designed. Think that just a minute as to why that is. Okay, but the Constitution is designed for we the people, Joe. That's you and me and everybody watching, to control our state governments and our state governments to control the federal government. It's really just that simple. You know, we've got to quit waiting for some politicians to come and save us. We must save ourselves. We must unite with our fellow Americans to speak as one voice and support policy, not politicians. So if you join us at, at ampolicy.com, America's Policy Institute, that is exactly what we're doing. That's why, that's why I developed America's Policy Institute. So let me just take you to the website. Here it is right here. The very first line is our mission is to change how we the people elect politicians. And our mission statement, very simple, support policy, not politicians. You know, and, and, and then it goes on to read. We the people demand our state governments take back the constitutional power and authority the federal government has stolen. And they've done exactly that. The first thing on our agenda is our tax reform. I don't know if you can see this or not, but the tax reform, this uh, uh, picture right here, says stop the spending. We the people demand our state legislations repeal the 16th Amendment and stop the reckless spending of the U.S. government. Now, for those of you that don't know what the 16th Amendment is, which is fine, that is the amendment that they that they put in place, imposed upon us back in 1913. That is the income tax amendment. It's what forces your employer to take money out of your paycheck and send it to the federal government. Well, if we would repeal the 16th Amendment, that would stop the federal government dead in its tracks. You know, Joe, if everybody took all your money away, it'd hurt pretty bad, wouldn't it? <laughs> I know it'd hurt me if they if somebody took all my money away. But that's what the government's trying to do. And so what when we talk about speak as one voice, here's what we mean. If we can, we'll preview, I'll go down, right down here and click in this area, if you can see it right here. We're going to preview this directive real quick. And what this is, is if you can see this, it's just a letter, really, is all it is. But what this says is, this is, if you notice, there's a space right here in the top for you to put your name. Anybody can download these for free. There's also a space down here at the bottom for you to put your name. And what this is, is let, let me just read this real quick, okay? The purpose of this directive is to inform you that using the authority vested in the people by the Constitution of the United States of America, I am declaring a federal emergency, whereas the federal government has proven beyond any doubt it cannot efficiently handle the affairs of the United States of America, including but not limited to 
spending taxpayer money in line with the wishes of the American people. So consequently, using the authority vested in the people by the Constitution of the United States of America, as a citizen of the United States of America, I am issuing this directive to my state legislators to perform any acts necessary to put an emergency hold on all federal government taxes collected in my state and deposit them in my state treasury. You are further ordered to allow for my state share of military pay, Medicare, and Social Security to be distributed with the strict instructions that it be used for those expenditures only. You are further ordered to annually require a list of expenditures from the federal government, publish these expenditures for public viewing, get your constituents consensus, coordinate with other states, and compile a, and issue a list of approved expenditures. And then you are further ordered to perform any acts necessary to immediately amend the U.S. Constitution by ratification of three-fourths of the several states and repeal the 16th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, allowing the states to control all future tax collections for the expense of running the federal government. You know, there are only four things listed in the Constitution that the federal government is supposed to be doing. One of them is keeping our borders secure, and they're doing a, a lousy job of that. The next one is to keep a strong military because there's peace through strength. The third one is, is to handle international affairs. And the fourth one is using the Supreme Court to settle disputes between the states. And that's it, Joe. Everything yep. else is to be handled on a state and local level. Everything. We don't need the federal government sticking their big fat noses into all of our business like they are. And then every one of these, uh, every one of our directives reads this at the end of it. As a member of America's Policy Institute, my membership is my readiness to sign a recall petition and remove any member of my state legislation that does not immediately comply with this directive. And my commitment to vote only for those candidates who pursue our objective and vote out those that don't. Remember I said earlier that instead of them telling what policies we need, we need to set policies for them to follow. That's what we're doing at America's Policy Institute is we're setting policies for them to follow. So anyone can get online, go to ampolicy.com, download these directives. When you come to the part of the state legislature, you enter your zip code and it will tell you your state legislator's email addresses and phone numbers. And so, and, and all of this is for free. There's no cost for any of this. And so what the deal is, is what we want you to do is go get these and download these onto your device. And we're, we're phone, we've got this towards phone friendly. It's so easy to use that you can literally do it from the comfort of your easy chair. Okay. It's that simple to use and download these and start emailing them to your state legislators. Um, and, and then call them on the phone and say, Hey, I sent you direct orders. What are you doing about it? We can even print these out, take them to our state legislator's office at our state capitals and hand it to them, hand deliver it to them. We've got to start putting so much pressure on our state governments. They have no choice but to listen to us. We've got to jam their emails, jam their phone lines, like I say, to where they have no choice but to listen to us. And we're all saying the same thing. You know, here's the, here's the next one, our presidential election. A lot of people don't know this, but... The 12th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, and as proven by the election that we just had, states handle elections. 
we could hold an election for a new president this afternoon if our states wanted to hold an emergency election. And that's Man, what I our, wish they did. Oh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it says here is to hold a, immediately hold a new presidential election, one time secure presidential election. Our prison reform directive is the next one on the agenda. What this says is that people that are in jail should go to the landfill and sort trash. In a country where we waste the resource of recycling, they could recycle that trash and put and, and that money could be used to offset um, the cost to the taxpayer. And then also it, 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 it instructs them to um, have prisoners raise and prepare their own food. You know, you just think of the culinary skills, the animal husbandry skills and the agricultural skills that you could teach somebody in prison taking a calf to beef stroganoff. Or, or, or growing wheat all the way to... Uh, instead, the tax burden of the American prisoner is incredible. Um, I was a jail deputy once upon a time, and back then, the tax burden, it was about twenty-two dollars to $26,000 per inmate in custody. And now I believe it's $33,000, dollars It's really, truly incredible. And man, the cost would be slashed if, if we did what you're talking about here. This prison reform uh is is excellent guys go to the website it's yeah. sorry i just i the, the with the prisons the cost that we have to pay it just really yeah. just sets me on fire did you know you can be fine sued into financial ruin or even have your business shut down if you don't have the right verbiage on your website yeah neither did i until i met erica kohlberg Eric is a licensed practicing attorney who found a serious gap in the market. Firms like hers charge massive fees for simple legal document services. Erica knew there had to be a better way, and that's how Plug and Law was born. Plug and Law is the best solution for all your business's legal needs. They provide fill-in-the-blank legal templates to protect you, your business, and the people who depend on you most. With Plug and Law's legal bundle, you get a privacy policy, terms and conditions, and a legal disclaimer crafted by an attorney for the fraction of the price. Legal documentation preparation fees with your own lawyer can cost $500, $800, even $1,000 for a single document. A privacy policy alone comes in for an average of $500. Use my affiliate link to get Plug and Law's legal bundle for just $97. You could find an attorney and pay upwards of $1,500 for the same legal documents, but you're too smart for that. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and get the legal bundle for just $97. Right now, we're throwing in a free affiliate marketing legal guide. That's a savings of nearly $2,000. Don't miss out and risk everything you've built. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and protect your business, yourself, and your family. It costs us more to house a prisoner than we pay our teachers and our police officers and our firemen. Oh, yeah. It, uh, they reminded me of it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. So then the next one on the agenda is our border security. And, you know, I, we, now, we've been saying. Jeff, you've said the yeah. word border a few times. Um, I'm from the United States, so we're unfamiliar with those here. What exactly is a border? 
<laughs> a border is a secure line that you cannot cross without permission. Do, are there any countries in the world that have this this border no. that you're well, talking about? Well, I think I think coming up through Central America and Mexico and stuff, they have they have relaxed their border security just so they can get to our border. <laughs> but no, no, absolutely not. Of course and, they did. And, and for what's happening at our southern border is just absolutely ridiculous, you know. And and, and I was so uh, you, you've been following the Kerry Lake um, governor race in Arizona. Have you been following that at all? The the Kerry Lake governor fraud, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I've, I've been watching that. Well, <laughs> this, you know, this election season, it's like sports. You know, you follow oh, the teams for weeks and weeks. God, it's ridiculous! It's ridiculous. So we've been saying it for a long time, and this right here: we, the people, demand our state legislations do their constitutional duty and close our southern border using our national guard right now. Carrie Lake, a, a week or so, two weeks ago, whatever it was, she came out and actually said it. If she mm. is elected governor of the United of, of Arizona, she will use Article One, Section Ten of the Constitution, and declare an invasion in her state and use her national guard and shut her border down. You know, Greg Abbott. And what gets me is, is that Greg Abbott, who's supposedly against all this, now that he knows this and Carrie Lake has said it, why hasn't he closed his southern border using that same? Tenth Amendment, First Amendment, or for Article One, Section Ten. Why hasn't he done that already? Instead, they continue to leave those open. But the point of it all is, is we have the right, the duty, and the moral obligation to do what the federal government is refusing to do, and that is close our southern border. And we need to get it done right now. So, then on the next one. Uh, we have term limits for Congress. You know, we the people demand our state legislations do their constitutional duty and impose term limits on Congress right now. When you talk, contrary to popular belief, uh, most people think that, well, the Congress is not going to impose term limits on themselves and put themselves out of a job. And they're right. Obviously, they're right. People have been up there for 20, 30, and 40 years. The thing that they're wrong about, Joe, is it's not the job of the United States Congress. It's the job of our state governments because it would take changing the Constitution and to ratify the Constitution, it takes our three-fourths of our state governments. And that's why we haven't been getting term limits for Congress is because our state governments haven't done the job. And, you know, I told you we'd talk about that for a minute as to why this transition of power has happened. And it's because of, like, education, for example, Okay. The, the federal government really sucks the oxygen out of the room when it comes to collecting taxes, leaving the states with, with income tax, leaving the states inventing ways to tax us for their survival, right? They, the sales taxes, property taxes, you know, that type of thing, gasoline taxes, stuff like that. And so then the federal government turns around and holds these states hostage and blackmails them and says, if you don't teach uh, critical race theory, uh, if you don't teach our agenda in your schools, we're not going to give you any money. Well, then the states are saying, they're going, well, we need the money. I guess we better start teaching this stuff. And they have to follow these strict guidelines that the federal government imposes on them. And they've done it with welfare. They've done it with our Department of Transportation. They've done it with our inner You know, we have kids. And this is just the saddest thing. 
and sometimes it grabs a hold of my heartstrings, and I think it's going to do it right now. We have children in our inner cities literally dodging bullets to get to a broken education system that is teaching them nothing. And it's, I can't believe that happens in the richest country in the world that we are allowing this to happen. And, you know, we have, I hate to say it, we have nobody to blame but ourselves because we have sat back and allowed this to happen and concentrated on over here. Well, you know, let me get my job done and get my kids to soccer practice and, and all that stuff. And surely somebody will take care of that mess over there. Well, they're not taking care of it. They're not going to take care of it. They are going to continue. You know, they, they come around and they vote for me and I'll fight for you. And they mm -hmm. never do. It does nothing but get worse and our taxes go up. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you, it's time for us to become united, to speak as one voice and take our fight to them. We are uniting Americans to become, not only unite them, but to become organized, to speak as one voice and bring solutions to the table. That's how we support policy, not politicians. And that's the whole key to it. You know, we go to these events and we just went through it all. We wave our little flags <clears throat> and we put our faith in the policies they say will work for us. We vote them into office and here we are. It's time to change that. And one, just one simple change. I only vote for politicians that follow my policy. I'm tired of them telling me what they're going to do and how great it's going to be. You know, and they, like I say, I don't know if you got this, but they get up in front of us and they say, vote for me and I'll fight for you. And the only thing that changed, so we vote for them with the hope in our hearts that we're going to get the change we're looking for. And we get change, all right, but it's always for the worse. The only thing that happens is, is the chaos and the gridlock continue and our taxes go up. It's time for us to become united and organized to speak as one voice and take our fight to them. That's the only way we're going to fix this, ladies and gentlemen. And that's the only way our founding fathers did it. You know, we have several things our founding fathers didn't have. First of all, we have the Constitution. They didn't have it because they had to still write it. We have organized state governments at our disposal. They didn't have that. They had to organize all that stuff. We have National Guards. And, and then, you know, the biggest, our biggest weapon, and we don't use it, is our strength in numbers. You know, we can overwhelm anything if we would just become not only united, but organized to speak as one voice and bring solutions to the table. You know, Joe, the national model, united we stand, divided we fall. Yep. And we are falling off the cliff at a pretty good rate right now because we are not united. 100%. You know, this is something that we speak about often, and this this blows my mind. So this is uh, uh, Cornell Law which is, you know, a lot of people go to law.cornell.edu to look up uh, laws and state statutes and code and stuff like that. Uh, one, Tenth Amendment, something that means a lot to guys like Jeff, me, uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood out in Oklahoma. One of the things that I want you to know as an American, as a constituent, when you go on here, they do everything they can immediately. There's this Cornell, you know, Ivy League, uh, uh, higher institutions of learning, whatever. Um, and yeah, some of you write me and say that I'm a hypocrite. I get it. I, I went to grad school. It, it's whatever. I, I, I do not 
usually say, hey, everyone needs to go to college. I, I don't say that. Um, but anyway, they do everything they can to distract you from the text of the actual amendment by telling you there in bright yellow, it's highlighted, not the actual 10th Amendment, but the first thing they want you to see is their spin on it. But the 10th Amendment reads, the power's not delegated. This is what Jeff is talking about. This is the crux of the issue and what American Policy Institute and um, similar organizations are talking about. The 10th Amendment of the United States Constitution reads. Go ahead, Jeff. If you can see the 10th Amendment on my screensaver, this is my screensaver, and, and it's just the 10th Amendment. So, yeah. Oh, man, look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. So that very first line, the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, what that's saying is that the powers the United States has is listed in the Constitution, and that's it. That's all they have. Yep. Can't add everything, to everything no. else that they do. They stole from us. They stole those powers from us. The Board of Education and welfare and Medicare and Social Security and everything that they do is over and above the powers that they're constitutionally uh, delegated to have. I'm sorry, Joe. Now, you off. see, right now, everyone is up Clarence Thomas and the Supreme Court's butt about their tyranny no they are setting things right by saying epa you've overreached by saying atf you've overreached these are not powers that are delegated to you they are not owned by the united states government they are expressly powers of the states and the individual people uh which is you this is why if, if you've ever lived somewhere like this if you've ever lived in a little municipality somewhere that has some different practices than the rest of the states it's because the we the people there and the community said this is what it is for this place for this municipality thus say it the constitution that's what that's what it is that's oh man it, it just drives me crazy guys we've got to set things back at yeah. ampolicy.com is a place that you can go download the letters okay and file them to your state house, whether you've got delegates or whatever you have in your state, he couldn't have made it easier. He yeah. couldn't, like the issue that we were just on. What is it? Uh, term limits for Congress. Yeah, I, I'm about that. Boom. Download yeah. the directive here and it takes you to download. I'll hit the preview button instead. But boom, this is what it is. Read it. Okay. It's a page. Most of them are page. Page and a half, I think, is the long one. All, all of them are page except for our tax uh, reform and it's two pages. Yeah. Oh, jet two pages. Come on. You're asking a lot of your, your fellow citizen now. This is it's even phone friendly. You can do this right off of your phone. You can save these to a file on your phone, save the emails into your into your uh, contacts button, and you can do this straight from your phone. You don't even have to get off your couch to do this. You can do it right from your easy chair. You know, and then and then I personally have taken these to uh, uh, my state uh, Topeka, Kansas up here. And, and hand delivered them to my state legislators and said, look, this is what you need to be doing. This is what I am ordering you to do. And you need to get it done. You need to get it done right now. Of course, I'm only one person, right? And like I said earlier, our biggest weapon is our strength in numbers. And what we're asking you to do is take five minutes out of your day and send these directives every day. If you can send them 
50 times a day or 100 times a day, then that's even better because the plan is, is to jam their emails and jam their phone lines until they have no other choice but to listen. And and, and know, that's- some, some of you followers are like me. You're kind of gregarious and you're okay with the public speaking. And, and if you live in the capitals of your states and you've sent these things to, to these representatives who aren't leaders, again, we, we go back to the, uh, to the Twitter meme that I've been pulling up a lot on this show, but Dear America, please stop referring to members of the Senate and the House as leaders. We do not answer to them. They are merely our representative, okay? They're, they're our representative. They're, we're sending them ahead to exercise our will. They're not being, they're not leaders. They're being led. That's how this is supposed to go. And they should be reminded of that often. So what you do is after you finish getting this and you've sent it to them, when you see them out there and you've emailed them this a hundred times, or if you get them on the phone on a radio program, that's the time to mention it. Hey, hey, uh, governor, lieutenant governor. Hey, uh, congressman or woman. Hey, delegate, representative, whatever you got. I don't care if it's a town council member. Uh, You know, I I sent this into you. Uh, Have you read it? Is anything being done about it? Did you read? You know, the proposals, are you for term limits on, I mean, guys, the brilliance of Socrates, are you for term limits on the federal commerce? Are you for border security? I sent over a proposal. It's not a 30 point, 30 page thing. It's it's a page and a half, right. it's two pages. We've got we, we, to hold their feet to the fire. Yeah, we tried to make these uh, from a 30,000 foot view, right? And giving them room to work inside of their uh, legislation but they're direct orders. These are not requests. These are not wishes. These are not, these are direct orders. You will do this or I will fire you or I won't vote for you, period. End of story. And, I, and how many I, times have you heard, I'm applying to go to work for you. I don't, I don't work for the, whatever the institution, I work right. for the people of fill in the blank. How many times have you heard that on the campaign trail? Hundreds, hundreds of times. Or, or like I said earlier, vote for me, vote for me and I'll fight for you. You know, there is not a job on the face of this planet where you can go into that job and set your own policy and do whatever you want, make an absolute mess out of everything and keep that job and continue to be paid. If you go to work somewhere, they have a policy that you have to follow. And Joe, you know as well as I do, if they don't follow that policy, what happens? You're fired. You get fired. Yeah, out on your butt. Period. And for so, just cause, you can't bring and say, oh, why'd you get fired? Well, they hired me to do this job. Did you do the job? No. Right. That's Goodbye. Right. That's right. That's a, well, you know, I'm sorry. Like our, do, you, do you plan on doing the job? Well, not really. Then then get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like our term limits. Let's, let's, let's look at that real quick because it's really kind of neat. So what the term limits directive says, it should pop up here in just a second. Come on. Come on, get up there. Get up here, there. I can throw it up. Anyway. But yeah, what it says is, it said, and, and here it comes. Uh, I was going to read. Yeah, here we go. It says, okay, so the purpose of this directive is to inform you that using the authority vested in the people of the Constitution of the United States, a citizen of the United States, I am issuing this directive to my state legislators to immediately amend the U.S. Constitution by ratification three-fourths of the several states to place term limits on members of the U.S. House of Representatives, of which the length of term shall be determined by each state. That's fine. If one state wants to let their people go for 10 years, that's fine. Another state wants to do eight years or whatever. That's fine. You are further ordered to perform any acts necessary to repeal the 17th Amendment. The 17th Amendment was, was put in place. I forget what year it was, but used to 
in the original constitution, our state legislators appointed our senators and sent them to Washington, D.C. And the purpose of that was is if they got up there and screwed up, we could get we could fire them. We could bring them back and send another one up there. So we want to repeal the 17th Amendment and place the power of appointing U.S. senators back upon the state legislation. But now here's the real key, key to this. You are further ordered to immediately end any term of service exceeding eight years for all of U.S. Congress and replace them with selected members from my state legislature and then hold local elections to replace the state members. So that one two-line order right there completely wipes out the U.S. Congress of anyone that's been there longer than eight years and gets rid of them, sends them packing down the road, get out, we're tired of it, you're done. <laughs> and that's, replaces them. That's incredible because I, I thought the uh, I thought the federal Congress was the, uh, you know, the career arc, the best opportunity out there, outrageous salaries, outrageous benefits. Uh, you know, they, they practically have tenure up there. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's been, you can add up the ages of everyone in my house right now. And she's been in government service for that long. Goodness gracious. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And not only that, you know, they have insider information and they, they made their money off of the stock market. I mean, what the, the claims are that Nancy Pelosi and her family are worth $100 million or more. You know, well, they didn't get that kind of money by just being, you know, I mean, if it was that easy to make $100 million, you and I would be worth $100 million each, right? So it's just ridiculous. It's just the way they a lot that. of coincidences, Jeff. Just a lot of coincidences, <laughs> what they say. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, and, and, and this just goes on. You know, we've got secure elections. The medical tyranny, that's a directive that tells them no more COVID lockdowns, no more, uh, uh, no, more, no more lockdowns, no more vaccine mandates, none of that stuff. Keep our schools open. And not only that, this, this, our medical tyranny says, you know, convalescent plasma, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, we know those work. And this directive says you will make those available in my state. And if you don't, I will hold you personally responsible for the death of anybody that was not allowed to have access to those cures for, for, for uh, COVID. And then our education reform, it basically, what it says is get the, the federal government yeah, out of our- Wait, state. before we leave healthcare and, and medical tyranny and go to education, you know, there is a piece of misinformation out there that I want to sort out, okay? The vaccine okay. is very effective. If you want to take a young, healthy person and make medical problems manifest in their lives, myocarditis, uh, sudden adult death syndrome, the vaccine is very effective for that. I'm unaware of anything else uh, that can take an otherwise healthy specimen, the healthiest specimen, an Olympian, a, a top-tier athlete, a professional athlete, world-renowned type person, peak physical condition, and just give them all types of health ailments that people their demographic doesn't have that's, that's the, the right. yeah if that's your goal the vaccine is very effective so when when they said it was effective they didn't tell you to what effect yeah so credit yeah. where credit's due because it, it's highly effective no one in this house has had it no one in this house no. is getting it no uh, no no we have not taken the vaccine and we're not going to take that vaccine period it's not going to happen here so so yeah that's what our medical tyranny uh, talks about is to get rid of all that stuff. Our, our, and, and, and then so our education directive, it says that to get the federal government out of our schools 
no critical race theory, no, no, none of that. All get rid of the of the homosexual, uh, transgender, um, drag queen story time stuff, and put prayer back in our schools. It's not necessarily that we put prayer back in our schools. But if our teachers and elected officials and stuff want to pray on a government property, then we're going to allow it to happen. We're going yeah, to I, I remember a time where there were, there wasn't a place where your constitutional, um, where your natural rights that are acknowledged and protected and insured by the Constitution were temporarily suspended. You usually had to enter into those agreements like a uh, military service member enters into an agreement where some of their rights are temporarily suspended or altered because of the conditions of that contract. Right. Being born in a place and having to subject yourself to the Department of Education uh, and, and these indoctrination camps, that, that's not that type of thing. But my right. rights don't stop. Your rights don't stop at the, the door, the, the shrine of wokedom that is a public school. Um, but yeah, you're exactly right. Did, did you know that I, I live in Loudoun County where Tanner Cross lives? Uh, Tanner's a oh, friend. And he, yeah. uh, he had that, that lawsuit and the county went, they doubled down. They, they doubled down after he won. Goodness gracious and appealed. Guys, MyPillow.com is the very best place for Christmas shopping. You might be feeling like it's a time crunch, like you got to go to big box stores, Walmart, Target, Amazon. Don't buy from Amazon. You don't have to do it. Mike Lindell and MyPillow, they've got everything you need and more. Guys, we're talking pillows, sheets, loungewear, slippers, everything. Guys, MyPillow.com slash Mobley for the very best deals. Use promo code Mobley at checkout. Look at these prices. You got Geezer Dream Sheets for $29.98. Guys, the My Slippers are on sale with my promo code Mobley, $49.98. They're usually $140. Huge savings. You're not going to find that anywhere else, guys. Look, you got pillows. You got loungewear. Now, look, if you don't know about my pillow loungewear. This stuff right here is some of the most comfortable stuff, the softest cotton you've ever seen, the sleepwear, the loungewear. My my pillow sweatshirt, I never take it off. You get up to 80% on all of these items. You thought my pillow was just about pillows. You thought Mike Lindell was just a pillow guy. You were wrong. He sells so much more than pillows. MyPillow.com slash Mobley, promo code Mobley. Guys, go there now. Huge thanks to Mike Lindell. Huge thanks to MyPillow for being a sponsor of the show. Now let's get back into it. Uh, yeah, it's, but yeah. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous, you know. And, and I'll tell you another thing that really bothers me is um, uh, like the Loudoun County thing. I believe that's where they drug him out of there uh, in handcuffs. Uh, in that, in that, where that happened, where they, there was that one. was, um, uh, what are the, uh, I think Chris Smith and John Tegas. It, um, it was in Loudoun County where the sports yeah. had made them drag those guys out of there. And that's something that really bothers me right there is these police officers that know what they're doing is not right, but they do it anyway because they're told to do it. So, you know, those, those that, that, that really bothers me a lot right there. Well, Hey. Let me let me restore a little bit of faith okay. in you in the Loudoun County Sheriff's Department. Mike Chapman is an excellent sheriff. 
Um, if you go to any of these meetings now, school board meetings, you'll notice that the security is private contractors, they're allied security, um, and they usually need adult supervision. But the reason is because uh, no law enforcement officer gave any kind of trespass orders that day at the school board, the, the Loudoun County Public School Administration building. Um, the superintendent, who is the mega mind criminal of them all, one yeah. Scott Ziegler, Dr. Scott Ziegler, you know, doctor, useless doctor like Jill Biden, um, <laughs> illegally closed down the meeting and said that everyone was trespassing and, and told the officers who won. Yeah, they they should have had a better understanding of the place that they were securing and the rights of the people they should have. Um, but from an institutional level, the sheriff and the sheriff's department doesn't back that action in any way, shape or form and no longer provides, quote, security. Um, one, because the sheriff believes that the people, the parents that come out to advocate for their children and their community do not pose a threat to the school board administrators, to school officials or to teachers. And yep. now they do not because the superintendent Ill illegally told officers to trespass people and arrest them and take them off the grounds. They no longer have access to the same police officers, the sheriff's deputies. Um, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's a that was a high class move, in my opinion, of uh, Sheriff Mike Chapman. Um, like, hey, if you're yeah, going to put my officers in this kind of precarious situation, um, then you're on your own. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. I applaud that. <laughs> yeah, because it's about time these guys started waking up, you know, to what's going on around us. It's like it's like you know, if we go through all of this, and we get a, we actually get our states to pass these laws. And up in Washington, D.C., they don't do what they're told. You know, you and I don't have to worry about loading our guns and going up there. We have a National Guard that we can send up there to arrest those people, drag them out of those offices and arrest them. And I believe in my heart that the United States military would stand down and allow that to happen. Because even though at the, at the highest points of our military, I believe they're corrupt. Down that chain of command, not very far, I believe those people will do what's right. So we can fix this. So there's, there's really no reason that we can't fix this at all. You know, we've got, uh, uh, just to finish this out, we've got a First Amendment, uh, Second Amendment, basically demanding our states to protect those rights. And then our health care, you know, it from, from 2009 to 2019, the stock prices of the biggest healthcare companies in the country went up a thousand percent or more. In 2009, those health insurance company stocks were 10, 20, and $30 a share. They are now 100, 200, 300, and $400 a share. And that's the time that we went into Obamacare. And they have just jacked these prices up and made it over 300,000 people every year file bankruptcy due to medical bills and they have health insurance that's wrong that's absolutely wrong so what we're saying at america's policy institute there are there are companies out there that are doing this there's uh, uh there, there's some there's some religion there's one I, and the name is escaping me right now but it's where everybody piles their money in one pile and then they just pay the medical bills of their members that and they do it not for profit that's how this should work <clears throat> You know, the, yeah, the I, 
I, I should have paper. I should have paperwork for one right here. I'll see if I can reach it. Yeah, there's a there's a couple companies out there, and I forget they're, they're religious organization. So you have to adhere to a few of their rules and stuff, which is fine. They're not astronomical, but it's like if you get, you know, if you're out drinking and driving and you get in a car wreck, they're not going to cover you because they they don't cover drug driving, right? But but the point of it is, is is if we eliminate the federal government and health insurance companies from the process, we could pay for everybody's medical bills across the country and wind up saving money. You know, yeah. 25 they, we'll give them some free advertising. Christian Healthcare Ministries. There you go. Chris, it's uh, org, And we, uh, not, not uh, planned here, but let's see if, if this will focus. Uh, but yeah, yeah my family, go. this is our uh, policy in here. And that's, uh, and one, I'll tell you what, I've, I've dealt with a lot of insurance companies. This makes a lot of sense. It's, it's very, uh, digestible and I've had everything from, you know, TRICARE, but the government will keep you running when you're in the military. If you're just a, a head in a, at a jar or whatever, they'll, they'll keep you on life support or whatever. Um, yeah, but yeah, we, yeah. we really enjoy Man, we really, we really enjoy Christian healthcare ministry. Twenty-five to thirty percent of our healthcare costs in this country are due to administration fees. Yep, that's a that's a that's a that's a staggering number because when you talk about three and at three point three three point four trillion dollars every year, over a trillion dollars of that is going to administration fees, and that's because they all have different paperwork. They'll have, you know, that, that you have to file. And I mean, you, well, you've seen the paperwork when you go to the doctor. It's a mountain, you know. And, and then not only that, part of that administration fee is trying to collect from people that can't pay. So that drives the costs up. If we yep. would take all of the money and instead of giving it to insurance companies and to the government, if we would form what, what we call funds, healthcare funds, and just put all of that money in one big pile, and do it by each congressional district. So we would have 435 funds around the country. And they're all supposed to be, um, they're all supposed to be geographically or not geographically, but um, um, I forget the, the name of the word I'm trying to figure out. But anyway, if we would put those, that money into those funds and just hire a fund manager, you know, we have mutual fund managers, we have hedge fund managers, we have all that kind of stuff. We could hire somebody to just disperse those funds for us. You go to the doctor, and we could even do it with a credit card. You go to the doctor, swipe your card. They pull the money out of the fund and pay the doctor. If you get caught cheating, you go to the landfill and sort trash for five years. Well, that'll yep. keep people from, you know. And oh, so man. that was, you 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 yeah, could have just started a company and written a bill all in one fell swoop. Well, you know that's how it should be right there. Health insurance companies. Like I said, that went from 2009 to 2019. Their stock prices went up over a thousand percent. For a stock to do that, that means that it is making huge amounts of profit. And not only that, they pay. And this information is on our website if you want to look at it. They pay their they pay their CEOs hundreds of millions of dollars every year in salaries. It's ridiculous for them to be making that kind of money off of us and literally sucking the oxygen out of the room when it comes to taking the money out of our healthcare system that's designed to pay for our healthcare. That's what it's there for. The, in 2014, the federal government wasted, lost, mismanaged, whatever you want to call it. They don't know what happened to it. 
$125 billion out of our Medicare system. It's absolutely ridiculous. And they don't care. They don't have to care because they take our money through the 16th Amendment and do whatever they want with it, and we say nothing about it. <clears throat> so, yeah, our, we call it America's care is what we call it at ampolicy.com. It's taking care of America. So, and then climate change. You know, we can talk about climate change here for just a minute. With all of the, with all of the, the stuff that's going on with the climate, <clears throat> and you can do this. I should have pulled it up. Matter of fact, I might be able to do it here real quick. It's if you go to the EPA's website, you will see that since since 1990, um, the the CO2 in the air has decreased by 77 percent. The lead in our air has decreased by 99 percent. Um, it was a it was an EPA it was an EPA <clears throat> air quality. Uh, study. Let me see if it pops up here real quick. And then if you go to, and I'll tell you something else that's funny about that, is if you go to the EIA's website, which is the energy, um, I, I forget what it is, some about the energy, EIA, whatever it is. I think I have this in my phone. Yeah. Um, then you will find that the coal and natural gas production of electricity has increased over the last, since 1990, has increased, <clears throat> I want to say, I don't know, 40% or something like that. So, and it's not coming up. I don't know. I should have pulled that up real quick before we, before we looked at it. But, um, but my point of all of it is, is that, they're out of one side of the, our, their mouth. The government is proving and doing studies that our air quality is improving and, and, and not only just improving, but improving significantly. But then out of the other side of their mouth, they're saying we need another $700 billion to go green and get green energy going and all that stuff. And it's absolutely ridiculous. They're lying to us. But there's one thing that nobody is paying attention to, Joe, and that's our water. Do you realize that all of the water on the face of this planet, only 3% of it is consumable and 2% of it is frozen. So only 1% of our water is consumable. And in a country where we, again, we, we just, you know, let me, let me back that up. You remember, you know, the whole plastic straw thing and the, and the, mm -hmm. the plastic islands that float out in the ocean and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's because only because, we don't filter our storm water. That's all. That's the only reason it is. That storm water, as it, when it rains, it collects all of the garbage, uh, all the way from dog and cat feces to straws and plastic bags and everything else, and it flushes it right into our lakes and rivers and streams and eventually runs into the ocean. At the mouth of the Mississippi River, <clears throat> there is a 5,000-mile hypoxic zone down there where nothing can live. Because the entire Mississippi Valley is just like when it rains, it's like a toilet flushing and rushes it and it all carries right down to it all carries right down into the Gulf of Mexico and, and into the uh, the Mississippi Delta. And and we're not doing anything about it. Nobody is even concerned about our water. That's where the real crisis in this country is, is in our water. And if we and, and there's a product called Rain Bunker out there. <clears throat> 
that literally filters our stormwater. I mean, right here's a picture of you can see all the trash and garbage that's laying in this water at this marina right here. But uh, but but this rain bunker, if if I can, I thought yeah, here's a, maybe a link to it right here. Uh, yeah, you, YouTube. Uh, what happens with this rain bunker is is the is the water rains down. And this is just a, like a little cartoon thing here. The water comes down from here. There it is right there. You can put it like under a parking lot or something like that. Like there's one right there under a parking lot. Um, and, and you can park a car on top of it. But what happens is, is the rainwater comes down. It enters this filter process, which is nothing but sand and, 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 and wildflowers and stuff growing right here. The plants uptake the nutrients, uh, filter out the nutrients and, and, and use it for food. The rainwater is captured underneath of it. And all of the trash, all of the plastic straws and the bags and everything else are captured right at the surface where the landscaper guy can come by and pick it up. So, so it's really a neat little deal. There's just some photos of it right there as it flashes through of one that's being installed. Instead of just allowing this rainwater to um, uh, go unfiltered, and we've been doing it for so long, and like I say, our, our lakes and rivers and streams, in 2014 or 15, I believe, the EPA did another study on our lakes and rivers and streams and found that 55% of them, over 55% of them were contaminated due to <clears throat> not filtering our stormwater. So, yeah, there's a, there's a situation with our climate, but it doesn't have anything to do with the air. It has everything to do with our water that we need to start protecting and taking care of. And then the last thing on the list right here is Congress's income taxes. We, we the people, demand that the U.S. Congress prove their income and make their tax returns public every year they hold office. So, um, yeah, and then every one of these, you can vote on them. Uh, if we click on one of the votes right here, you can go there. You have to enter an email address. Um, I, let's see, do I have an email address that I haven't used yet? Um, I, yeah, let me try this one right here. Let me try this one. Uh, yeah, that one worked. Okay, so th this is how it pops up right here. Congress term limits. I support term limits from Congress or the system is fine. No changes are needed. So you can vote. So I vote. I support term limits for Congress. I vote on that. And it immediately shows the results of the voting. And as you can see, everyone that's voted on this, 100% of the people that have voted on this want term limits for Congress. So um, that's another, another aspect of our every one of these has a vote button. And then when you download your directive, uh, you just go there, uh, and you have you need you have to join with us. You gotta you know you gotta join with us. We want you on record saying yes, that's me. Yes, I voted for that, and yes, I sent that directive. That way, if they ever question anybody, you can stand up and say yes, I did that. Uh, and and that's our that's our website right there. You know you, we have a video. We also have a store. Uh, you can go to our store here and. Um, Many people know about our clinic, but most don't realize we help patients around the globe reach their health goals. Deep down, you know there's got to be a way to get there, but you don't know where to start. Our starter plan is the first step. You'll get everything you need to experience a health transformation in 120 days. You'll start by resetting your health with a two-week detox. Then you'll implement our proven anti-inflammatory food plan. 
On top of this, you'll get a 120-day supply of essential supplements, omega-3, and vitamin DK, as well as our homeopathic drops to accelerate your health goals. Go to Sherwood.tv now and use the promo code on your screen to receive this exclusive offer and save a total of $80. This is your path to more energy and better health. And we do want you to support us if you can. Please, you know, give money if you can. Buy, buy one of the, there they are right there. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, the main thing is, folks, is united we stand, divided we fall. You know, they want to point out on TV, the mass media, all the differences that we have. But we have a lot more in common than we do in difference. And this country is divided. But it's definitely not divided in half, I promise you. There are more people that think conservative far more than there are that think liberal left. You will never convince me that half of this country wants to defund the police, that half of this country wants to let criminals out on the street, that half of this country wants to abort babies all the way up until their birth, or half of this country is okay with shutting off the gas and oil and creating inflation. You know, that's something else. They're, they're trying to raise interest rates to lower inflation. If they would just turn the gas and oil back on, that would fix it. You know, I mean, how smart do you have to be to understand that when a, when a manufacturer has fuel increases and then the trucking company has some fuel increases they have to pile those all you have is fuel fuel costs piled on top of fuel costs down the supply chains that's what's causing the the whole inflation is the is the rise in fuel prices and and instead of them turning the oil and gas back on they are trying to raise interest rates to fight inflation and when you talk to the when you listen to the fed when you listen to a lot of people on the news cnbc and all those, all that stuff they never, ever, ever mention anything about turning the, the, the oil and gas back on. No nope. ridiculous. Well, Jeff, I really appreciate you coming on, man. We're coming to the end of the hour. Uh, guys, go to ampolicy.com. I almost said .org. Go to ampolicy.com. Uh, check out their store and, and support them financially if you can. But we went through so many of the, of the directives um, they're, they're not letters, they're not mandates, they are directives, direct orders to your representative, not your leader, your representative. Go check it out. Um, I just uh, I just took one of your uh, surveys and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to send the rest of those. And hey, I'll, I'll be in Richmond in the next uh, week or so. And when I see some of these uh, Virginia, quote, leaders, I'll, I'll be asking them about this because I yeah. I did a handful of these when we met, uh, I think back in July. Um, yeah. You know, I haven't heard any. Oh, I, okay, actually, it's not true. It's not fair to say I haven't heard anything. Um, two people, a, a delegate and a state senator emailed me back. Uh, both of them Democrats. No. And, and my email... Nice. My email says, you know, coming out of the conservative closet or uncloseted conservative, whatever it says on there in the signature, I forget. Um, so to their credit, and it was they weren't auto responses. They were actual responses. They could have been written by an intern or a sec whatever. It doesn't matter. But they, they responded. So uh, good they, for them. Everyone else, crickets. Were, were they in favor? Um, one of them was uh, 
staunchly opposed gave a lot of research and links and things like that it, it was it was um i'd love to have him on the show to tell you the truth it, it was a, a decent response um there were some methodological issues with some of the studies uh which is something that you need to know if, if you're sending a study out to someone who does qualitative quantitative research and who enjoys uh philosophy and poking um you know plugging fallacious holes uh, that we're going to see those flaws in the study. Um, so I'm glad that yep. she sent it my way. Um, I hope that we get a chance to talk some time so I can present uh, the counterpoint to um, to these studies. Uh, While well, it was about, it wasn't environment. I think it was about, it was about taxes and something else. And she mentioned some other things um, that were a little accusatory. I think she either accused me of being q person or uh maybe uh someone that wants the national divorce or something like that um anyway well i don't, yeah i don't want to take a, a a superior type of attitude with this stuff as far as the solutions that we talked about today um you know that we're, we're open to changing we're open to tweaking whatever it is but but one thing that i am that i stand firm on and that is we the people must shift our power back to our state governments where it constitutionally belongs. That is the most important thing. If you didn't get anything out of this message today, that's what I want you to get out of it right there. We have got to become united to speak as one voice and shift our power back to our states where it constitutionally belongs. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, well, guys, that's the show. Say again. I say come to America's Policy Institute, ampolicy.com, and join with us. We need you. Awesome. Guys, that's the show. Uh, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. You got to share because Big Tech's not going to share this content because they don't want people to know about this. They don't want people to know about Jeff, and they don't want you to know about your rights. And and there's just powers uh, you know, given to us. Well, it, it's really interesting because we give the authority to the government. It's this whole thing. Uh, they don't want you to know about that. Uh, I do. Jeff does. The founding fathers did. That's what Ben Franklin's uh, remark, a republic, if you can keep it, was all about because they knew a well-informed, well-educated populace will do just fine. We are neither of those things right now. So thanks for being here. Thanks for doing your part. We will catch you in the next one. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.